Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Steve Hartwell passed away at 56. He is the uh, the singer of this song from All Star. Passed away uh, over the weekend of acute liver failure. I always did think like that the writing in this song was actually really good. Like, if you just listen to the lyrics and stuff, it, it was a it was a mainstream song. But in terms of the lyrics itself, themselves, I saw Zach Myers tweet something like, um, "If Bob Dylan, bless you, if Bob Dylan had written this, like it would be like like a claim, you know." Oh, okay. But like, listen to this. No, he's dead, man. Have some, have some uh, respect. Well, you didn't I stop say, it yeah. when, when he's playing. Uh, you didn't stop it when he's playing Jimmy Buffett music. You didn't stop it for him. Well, you didn't get that, did you? Jimmy Buffett, he's you been, know. He, he this, played Jimmy Buffett earlier, right? Stop coming, you, you and didn't they stop don't stop, it stop coming. Red to the rules, and I hit the ground running. It makes sense not to live all fine. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. What? So much to do, so much to see. What's wrong with taking the back street? So you could be turning it down, Brad, and then you wouldn't have go! nowhere to go. Boom. Anyway, uh, all right. I mean, we got news to get to, bro. Oh, man, ain't no news in that, bro. I ain't trying to tell me. There ain't nothing. this brother's soul. There ain't nothing left to add to this story that we're about to discuss, but we're going to do it anyway. Uh, Mikey Williams was in court virtually uh, again today, uh, preliminary hearing for the felony gun charges that he is facing from an event, uh, an incident earlier in the, uh, was it, was it spring? Was it like March? It was, yeah. it was. It's been a while now. Um, yeah, this is yet another. Uh, it's been postponed several times now, uh, and it was postponed again. His hearing was postponed again. Now it has been postponed until October the tenth, uh, which is uh, uh, more than a month away. Which is more than a month, uh, you know, later and and one month closer to. Memphis basketball season starting with Mikey Williams uh, neither enrolled nor here. Uh, So make of that what you will. But uh, it it is locked behind a San Diego, uh, you know, Union Tribune 
uh, story, the details. All I got a chance to see was that the uh, the hearing was October the 10th, which, of course, is if you're one of those people that's holding out hope that Mikey Williams reports and plays for this team, that is a uh, that is a significant negative development for that. Um, Troy P. Owens, the attorney representing Williams, requested the latest continuance today and said there's new information that has been released. Uh, would not elaborate on what that information is, but says we need additional time to prep and thus has asked for that continuance. I will say in terms of other things in this article that could be uh, somewhat newsworthy to us, it says that several sources, according to this reporter for the San Diego Union-Tribune, says that Mikey is still in San Diego and not enrolled. Fall semester classes began at Memphis August 28th. Mm. Now, we've gone back and forth on all the pictures of Mikey in Memphis, and some have concluded that he's not just been here, but he's here. Mikey Mm. Williams is here, even though not currently from anything we could tell enrolled. At least according to this reporter's sources, he's back out in San Diego as of now, even though he did not appear. Was it by? Did he appear by a screen? He's been virtual the whole time. I didn't think it said he didn't show up. I didn't see the stream yeah. thing. He did virtual today. Well, I don't know if he. I guess he I thought it he, said he, yeah. I he, thought he, just his, his attorney his, appeared. Yeah, his his pre, his previous appearances have been well, virtual. virtual yeah. yeah, I think just they his, cited it, like security way. I think this attorney is uh, is, is Troy P. Owens. Yeah, I think he's milking Mikey here. I think he's uh, well. Again, if it was a deal where Penny's locked in, why wouldn't you have him with a better attorney then? Well. Well, I don't know. Locked all the way in, and but he's already to get used him, the know. new information excuse before. He's already done. Well, it. Apparently, it worked today again. Well, like they don't care. Like, all right, well, you just keep you keep coming because you you build your case, the, and you know the point now is the prelim- the next preliminary hearing is now scheduled for October tenth. That's three weeks before Memphis' first preseason game. Yeah, so he's not enrolled. Uh, we knew that already, but this story confirms that he's not enrolled. It thinks he's still out in San Diego, mm-hmm. uh, even though we could tell. I told you, all those pictures on Mikey and Memphis, man, they, they, that was all could have all been at one time earlier this summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody coming to the, the conclusion that he's here and everything else. and um, Well, not us. Just makes we it more, it just makes it less like, no, others did. Others well, did. You got to let others, you got to let others be others. You know what I'm saying? Don't focus on your brothers. Don't focus on the others. But. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a long-term plan now. Oh, that's what y'all all say. All of y'all say that it's going to be a 2024 plan. I don't. I, again, I say the same thing. I've got more. My focus is more on Curtis Gibbons the third than it be on Mikey Williams. Yeah, like I just in I, terms of guards for. I don't, I don't understand how anybody is like watching this play out and has any interest in this occurring. Like this is move on. Everybody needs to move on. You know, I think I think that's the best. Uh, if Penny wants to guide and help Mikey. Independently, throughout this, that's fine. You know, he built a relationship with him, and and uh, he clearly feels a certain type of way about him. That's fine. But in terms of Mikey Williams being a relevant basketball player for the University of Memphis, I I mean that that dream died. That dream to me is dead, uh, and it died when when he was charged with these uh, with these allegations. You know, and the postponements and the postponements and the postponements. So, you know, y- y'all over here acting like this dude is Dewan Wagner. Get a grip. I mean, this dude is uh, number 52 in the country. Like, I don't think Penny is checking for this guy as hard as some of the uh, some of y'all are. I'm not saying you, but, like, let, like let's – there are better players out there than Mikey Williams, man. 
When he says there's new information that has been released. Yeah. It's almost as if there's some new public information. Yeah. He's probably talking about my column from last week. Like, that is some new information in there that... I don't think that would have a damn thing to do with getting Mikey off from this, your column. No, that would probably lead to a conviction, most likely, based on some of the things that were written in that I mean, what could have come out about the car and the people in the car or whatever else? I don't know. I I looked it up. I looked to see if anything had... I mean, I... I, that's why I think this attorney is full of crap. I think this attorney is like just working by the hour, and he's just trying to make money off of a young, naive millionaire who he knows has no good advice. That's what I think. Yep, several sources believe that Mikey's still in San Diego, and we know not enrolled. We can tell that, can't we? Yeah, we can tell that from the. Because the question the is, are you in San Diego? A, I mean, that's what have, I worry about. I worry about a, that your your mind is in San Diego as who? well. You man. Why do you think I've changed on this? Well, no, you you are because you want you want to believe the best. You want to believe that there's a path to this dude enrolling in a year and he being a you know big time contributor. That's what you want to believe. Well, I just haven't closed the door completely that Penny may closed want to mentor this latch. young man. Oh, he can mentor him. Do what he's doing with Quentin Grimes, man. Let him work out here in the summer and then be about your merry way. I mean, don't commit any more to this dude than you have to. I just I cannot believe the DA out there is this thirsty for this. Well, it's guns and it's a prominent person. Again, but it was on his property. It's but not it, like if people are acting like Mikey just walked off on somebody and tried to rob him or whatever. At least it, I mean, we, you have to take into consideration that this happened on his property. Well, the bullet holes were in the back of the car, though. They yeah, were yeah, in yeah. The, but but, that, but again, they're in his car. Are they leaving when they asked it to? Again, if you, this is, but you can't be shoot different. people if they're driving off. What if they're not leaving? What if they had stopped? He thinks he's getting robbed. Again, can you show up five deep if you've said it's supposed to be just a girl coming? Can you show up and ask to be asked to be invited in someone's home? Was there, there's at least enough there that you have to listen? Oh, we can have a to the we possibility. Can, we don't have a trial uh, again. Th- this isn't Mikey Williams walking up on somebody in freaking downtown San Diego and saying, "Give me your stuff." And a lot of people are acting no, like but, it is. But we it's have at to, least on his property. But they were leaving so, though. So there's based enough on for the a case, they were leaving. So you can't like if they okay. Yes, you, they can't do that. But they were leaving, and you also can't do that again. I understand that they were leaving on his property, but you don't know at what rate they were leaving. No, John, I you might have said, "Get the hell off my property," because they'd hit the brakes. And and they're not getting off fast enough for you. We, nobody knows now, that. The issue for Mikey is your damn your your foolish tail shot at the car right. rather than just shooting up in the air or whatever Correct. else. But my point is he may have a there's enough here to at least it's going to go to trial. Oh, but, uh, it's 100% going to go to trial. I, again, I can't I when it's self when it's on your own property. What are you going to get out of this in terms of sending this guy to jail in the grand scheme of things? That's what I'm talking about. This ain't somebody that you're going to say, oh, he was a dirty criminal and was out robbing folks and we're making an example. This is a guy that did this on his property. Might have been a damn fool for shooting at the car because they were getting off. But my point is, what's that get you? Get Mikey as opposed to this. Get a deal where Mikey's going out and doing anti-gun things. But he could have killed Again, somebody. I I, it's I mean, if this is how it happened, he could have killed somebody. I mean, if, if you're shooting into a car full of people, you could have murdered someone. But, but you're acting like he didn't, wasn't just in a situation where people appeared at your home that you did not expect and well, you asked them to leave. That is. Well, yeah, you're saying that's up for grabs, just like the fact that uh, well, we, the we bullet don't know holes are in the, the car leaving. Uh, the, the bullet holes are were in the back of the car. Yes, yes that does, that's, that's, that's the only that's thing we know. For. But my point is, we're, we're, they're prosecuting this and willing to go to an extent as if this dude is some common cr- criminal that's done this 100 million times. Well, if he did this, it is a criminal act. 
if if it happened like this, uh, it is a I understand act. it's a criminal act to shoot at a car. It's a different. It's a when it's on your property, we have to listen to why it happened. Well, what this isn't Mikey Williams going off to someone else and deciding to go shoot up something else. They were on his property. They I, weren't getting I off. agree that there's context, but and he might have thought they were. He was in a position where he's going to get robbed well, again. We we haven't heard the facts, right? Like, and just like you're holding out the fact that well. Well, we don't. All, all I know is that there are bullet holes in the back of the car. That was reported. That's what we know. That's all I know. Right, but you're using that to say this can't be self-defense, the well, fact that they were in the back. It, yeah, because if they, if was, they stopped it's, the, a car has to be pulling away I for that I understand that, but I'm, what I'm saying is I'm willing to listen. The fact that, that, that he's being treated as if he's a common criminal. Well, he hasn't, he hasn't been treated because, as anything Because he yet. has a gun crime. Yes. A gun crime that you said at one point it's five felonies. Well, it's five shots. At some point, we think this is going to be reduced to one, to one charge. Okay. One charge, right? I mean, you would think so. Of what? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm right. not. It's not murder. It's not attempted it, murder. It, it's mean, not anything else. The charges right now are a gun, are gun-related charges. What having the gun, it could be a, the gun, you know, a attempted, whatever it is. It could, but it's not know. an attempted murder charge. No, it's not. It's not an attempted murder charge. Right. The, I'm saying they're going after this as if it almost is, as if it's a guy that went after like well, a murder. Well, the attorney's the one that's postponing it. He's the one requesting for the postponement. Well, you would too. You try to you try to push it down so you can get a deal. That's well, what you would do. That's his I would job. Say, I would say if I'm Mikey Williams, it's six months later, it's time to hire a new attorney. Yeah, we I'm, can't build a I'm case saying, by now. This guy, you can't put him in a boat with all the common criminals and say, oh, it's just another bad guy that's forgot. Because again, this happened on his property. Well, the, so you have at least have to listen to what the details of the I case ag- are. I agree to- totally. It, it if, is, if people appeared on your property that you had not invited, asked to be invited in, okay, they're leaving, but they're not leaving the way you said it. They're taking their time or whatever else. Maybe they're getting back out of the car. We don't know. You know, we don't know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. There's so much of this we don't know to just write it off and say. But, you know, that works both ways. We don't know to the good. We don't know to the bad. We don't know which details favor Mikey and which ones don't. My point is this. If this is any way self-defense and it does get pled down, whatever else, and ain't felonies, Penny might be willing to deal with this later on. But can it it be self-defense if you fire into a car that's driving off, though? The answer is no. You're saying that's driving off and done. We don't know that. You're just saying that's what some of the witness reports are, that they hit the back of the car. We don't know what the case was at the well, end. That's true. Uh, initially, it was that the car stopped. It wasn't right. leaving, and Mikey fired. Again, I tell you, dumb to fire at the car, bro. What if you would hit one of them? Yes. He did not. Right. He did not hit one of them. Right. We're not talking about that. If he had hit one yes. of them, have completely different charges here. Yes. He did not hit them. But we have to, we have to, there has to be a trial, though. Right, like there has to be, you know, and I think that's like, that's why I'm saying, does there have to be a trial when this man didn't, he's not a common criminal that you're trying to get off the San Diego streets. But what what defines, that's that's my point. He's not a common criminal, but if he did this, that would be a criminal act. That's my point is if I'm in that DA office, I just feel like I can get a lot more done. It feels like rather than throwing this guy that we're going to treat like every other common criminal. Right, that goes out and attacks somebody in San Diego. Rather than doing that, I can use his celebrity status to say, no, man, you shouldn't be playing with guns. You shouldn't point them at folks, whatever else. But I can do all that by making a deal I, Well, look, as opposed to just throwing him in jail. The, the, the issue with us having this discussion is that there is clearly a lot we don't know. Right. We don't even necessarily the, know. My point is they're going after it as if he was a guy well, so who had a they premeditated know? plan what do they know? to kill somebody. What do that's they have? You know, I mean, that's what we don't this, know. This was a dude who made a damn foolish decision on his property, it looks like. I mean, potentially. On his own property. Potentially. I just think when you have a, a, a situation Criminal. on a man's property, it changes things. It's not a deal where he was robbing him. Yeah. Right? We, we think that. 
It's a deal where apparently he was asked, "Can we come into your home?" A bunch of dudes he hadn't invited. If 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 it had happened I, in I'm the house, I'm not making the case. I'm not making a case that says he's not guilty for this. I'm not making that case at all. But what I'm saying is, there's enough there that you have to at least listen. And it is strange. Well, that the yes, he deserves. So he deserves the right to a fair trial, 100. percent Because we've pled down on pl- our far worse crimes. We've seen some DA departments and other. Well, I just you know, plead I, down. I just think these two conversations are, are are separate, right? Like. Like, Mikey Williams has a right to a fair trial. That's all I'm saying. He does not have a right to be a member of the Memphis basketball team. That th- Those are two very different things. If he's found innocent, he does. Well, we have to we have, Just that because he's caught up first, in it doesn't mean saying. he doesn't, right? Yes. But, but that many has have to closed happen. the door or treated as him as some common criminal because well, of I've these charges. Well, I've closed the door on we this don't know season that just in terms of the logistics, in terms of we haven't, we don't even have a trial date yet. It keeps getting postponed. Like, well, I, I, we, but you've continued to say that if, if Mikey comes in here on a I, I'm willing to understand is contrite whatever else and it's a two-year basis that you'd be willing. And that's all I'm saying right now yeah, yeah. is that that part of the door is still open yes. if he comes through this. But I do think it that makes... you don't write him off as if he's some common criminal like it's over. 100%. Because, again, everybody's seen guys in some instances do better with second and third chances. For sure. If people would have written off Penny, you would never seen, you know, the guy that he became. I'm not comparing it to yeah. that. And yeah. saying that's what Mikey will become. Yeah. But I'm saying there's enough here to consider that. No, I'm, I think that's fair. And I, I just, But I think one has to happen before the other, yeah. right? The most important thing is that that trial is held, that that uh, a jury does reach a, or you know, or maybe there's not a trial. Maybe there's not enough there. I, I, but I just gonna do it. That's what I'm saying. A whole taxpayer trial. But on I this just is feel crazy. like I feel like th- there's clearly going to be a trial because we're now going on to what three or four postponements now. I mean, clearly this the the deal that is being offered is not favorable. Yeah. No, like, I, I get all that. They I, are, I'm about pursuing evil, and, and maybe this was an evil instance. Well, we have what, to find out. Th- yes. That's what I'm saying. Or, yes. or maybe it's an instance where this dude thought. And made a foolish ass mistake on his property, though, right. in a case that he thought was self defense. Right. And so then I'd say, it, is the energy, why is the energy so high to well, get because that a, guy? Because a gun was involved. That's why. And it's California. And, it, uh, you know, I mean, that's the way they do things out there. You know? Bro, I'm telling you, they are dropping cases against guys that are way worse than this, making plea deals, everything else, in plenty of other instances where it's way worse well, than Mikey, this. And you're not, not on your own he property. He may not have a good plea deal. He may not have a good offer based on, you know, the, again, the what we what we can sort of piece together here is that the, the attorney is trying to build out a strong case for Mikey Williams, and I think that because he's asked for multiple postponements now because of new information, right? Uh, he's trying to buy himself time to do that because the, if the deal was good enough to where he could plead down to a misdemeanor or, or they could throw him out completely, they would have already done that, right? I mean, there's no way you wouldn't have. You wouldn't take it to trial. I can't. I can't believe they're not offered a deal. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, but don't Maybe be. they have been and they don't like it, and they don't. And it's not favorable to Mikey. You know, I think that's got to be a consideration as well. We don't know. I mean, we're just sort of going based on very limited information. Even there may not be bullet holes in the back of the car. We don't. We don't. That's just what someone said. That's just what a, a witness said. That doesn't necessarily mean it's true. You know. This all is discovery that we'd find out about in a trial. Yeah. And we don't have a date on that trial yet. We just have a preliminary hearing, which is scheduled for October the 10th. Right. You know, so that's usually when plea de- deals get announced. And because we're, you know, this can gets getting keep, you know, kicked down the road, you know, I, I just, for, for his, for 2023-24, it's a non-starter. I don't see how, yeah, how he's on the team at this point. It's a non-starter. This year. Um, if you want to, if you want to leave hope for, you know, a year from now, if he gets this behind him and he comes in with the right approach and everything like that, for sure. You That's know, what I'm saying I'm I'm still in this I'm I'm still in the same boat. I wouldn't take him, but 
you know, we also have to let things play out. Yeah, and, 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 look, that, and that's what Penny Hardaway has on his side. And look, in America, it is supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. So that has to be said. But that's, yeah, that's, again, this ain't a kid that went into downtown San Diego and did this. Right. It's on his property. No, so I, we, there's some new ones. Yeah, some new We but, have to at least but, be willing I, to see what the details are if we're going to go to trial. I do think innocent until proven guilty is 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 a is a legal precedent. It's it's not necessarily I mean you're talking about a public university in a city with with rampant gun problems. I mean they're they you're talking about two different things here um with with innocence. You know, there's there's your freedom which you deserve a right to a fair trial, and then there's your privilege of playing division 1 basketball for a public university. I I just I just think th- those two things can and are separate, uh, can be and are separate. But hopefully we'll find out. Hopefully there is a re- resolution here uh, at some point because, I mean, you and me are like th- the three blind mice. We're just sitting around here feeling around the walls in pitch black trying to figure out what, where's what. We don't know. You know, we our details are, I mean, really non-existent based on the fact people showed up, shots were fired. That's what we know. You know, we don't know what was said in the meeting. We don't know if there was a threat. We don't know, like, right. we, we just don't know. We don't know that there were gunshots in the back of the uh, of the car. I mean, that was, again, reported by a witness. We don't know that that's true. They could be in the front of the car. They could be in the side of the car. Like, I, you know, these are all things that in a trial would be very easy to argue, you know. So, but it's just, unfortunately, we don't have that evidence. So um, whether or not we ever get it, we'll find out. But uh, that is the latest, October the 10th. For Mikey uh, in the in the next preliminary hearing, maybe something will uh, maybe so be resolved. Then we shall see. Jason Fitz is going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to him about the NFL starting up Week One. Kansas City, no Chris Jones for them in Week One. Does that leave the Chiefs on upset alert? They're going to start this season zero and one. Can it happen? Get it all that with Fitz when we come back. Jason and John, I just- call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM ESPN. Hey, hit records on my demo. Did y'all boys not get the memo? I do not stay at the 
anything I got is not a rental. I own them all. Figure it out, this shit is simple. My stock been going up like a crescendo. A bunch of handshakes from the fakes. But I do not want to be friends. Jason Fitz is the host for Yahoo Sports. He's been a very busy man with NFL starting on Thursday. He joins us now. Fitz, what's up, baby? Man, just living that dream and, uh, yeah, shamelessly plugging. Go out get the Yahoo Sports app. Follow Yahoo Sports on social. Follow me. You'll see a bunch of great stuff. Had a blast this weekend creating a bunch of quick hit college football reactions, and we get rolling on Thursday. The only fantasy football show that's going to come at you live before Thursday Night Football is ours. Uh, 18 years in the making on this show. I'm, uh, I'm excited to be added to it from 7 to 8, 15 p.m. Eastern. Done with my shameless plug. No, I, I appreciate that. People, uh, I have a few uh, I have a few fantasy leagues on, on Yahoo, so I'll be seeing your mug. Mm-hmm. I, I know that guy. As I'm, like, checking the score for yet another loss in fantasy, that'll at least per- <laughs> that'll perk me up a little bit, man, just to see you breaking down the week of NFL. I, I at least have that to look forward to. We'll get into NFL a little bit later, but I want to start you on college football. Um who was the biggest winner of college football week one to Jason Fitz? Dion, but also, I, like, so follow me for a second here. I think kids in three or four years, their lives changed because of the way Dion approached all of this. Like for years, we've had Saban and Dabo, two different styles of coaches, right? Like Saban's going to be like the, you know, angry grandpa and Dabo's going to be the super, you know, like uplifting faith guy. You've got their, their sort of caricatures that they both play as coaches. Where has been for the longest time the coach that's just like, hey, come in, earn it, and I'll let you be yourself. I'm just going to let you be you however you want to be that because that's exactly what Dion's doing on a transfer-filled roster. He just basically decided to do the, the, the thing differently than everybody, and getting that win immediately validated him. Even though I, I, I think part of that is that TCU is not any good, I still think Colorado can come down to earth. Man, right now everybody's talking about Dion, and he's got this level of momentum. So I think what they've done is undeniable, and now everybody's going to have to pay attention. By the way, they're going to beat up on on Nebraska this weekend, be two and zero, and everybody's just going to let the hype keep growing. You more impressed by Shadur, his son's performance at quarterback, throwing for the over five hundred yards or uh, over five hundred yards, or what Travis Hunter did playing both ways in that heat uh, over what what eleven receptions in that game has the pick. Which, uh, which performance were you more impressed by? When you're playing both ways, you got to do two things perfectly, right? Like, and that's just – so that's why Travis Hunter was so impressive to me. You mentioned it, but 11 catches, 119 yards, a touchdown, <laughs> uh, over 100 snaps on the field by himself, and not in a way where he was ever being, let's say, you know, bracketed or, or covered up, right? Like, he went out as a receiver, yeah. and he went out as a star corner and played both of them at that level. I, I just – we haven't seen that in a long, long time. And now, all of a sudden, that's a kid that's going to get a ton of Heisman love, too, over the next few weeks. And out of nowhere, right? Like, we all knew that there was going to be the opportunity for explosiveness. But to play both sides that well, man, that, I just I don't even know how to process that from a, that standpoint. Shadur was great, but a lot of quarterbacks were great. Nobody did what Hunter did this week. So, John and I don't know how to process, <clears throat> don't know how to process it either. We're trying to figure out, should he be a receiver or a corner in the league? Receivers make... I guess we looked a little bit uh, significantly more, 28, 30 million if you're at the top, whereas if you're a corner, it's 20 million. But I would argue if you're a corner, you don't have to put up 1,500, 1,600 receiving yards every year and prove it. Uh, any guess which way you'd be leaning right now as we try to figure all this out? I mean, if he was my kid, I'd make him a receiver just because you, you can have 
quicker payday, quicker impact in the league, the way the league's going. Uh, you can be a superstar, all of those things. But the great corners are so hard to find. Yep. And here's the thing about that, like the great. And when you're being coached by Dion, that's what you're being coached to be like. The great corners absolutely without question have an ego about them in every good way that they want to prove that they can shut anybody down. I think people are going to tell him to play wide receiver, but if he keeps playing this well at corner, I'm not sure you can shut down the want to do that. Yeah, no, it's a uh, it's it's a good problem to have. There is no yeah. doubt about that. Now, I want to follow up about Colorado because they do have a uh, a game. They have to play. That was not the only game they have this season. Uh, you wouldn't know it from uh, Dion's press conference afterwards. But they do have more games to play, uh, and it's against Nebraska this week. And I saw what Colorado did, which was look amazing, move the ball at will against TCU, win a, as a 20-and-a-half-point, as a 21-point underdog miraculously. Uh, and then I watched what Nebraska did, which was look dead, look flat, really, uh, and, uh, and lose the game in only a way that Nebraska can. Yet the home opener for Colorado, their host in Nebraska, Colorado's only a three-point favorite, two-and-a-half at some spots. Uh, well, what am I missing, man? Something doesn't look right to me. I just think people – there was one huge advantage that Colorado had going into that game. Now, I think TCU has great coaches. I, I do. Uh, offensive, defensive coordinators are very talented there. However, you had no film, no idea what Colorado was going to do. There is at least a presumption by a lot of people in inside circles that now Nebraska is spending every waking hour breaking down everything that Colorado did. They lose that advantage all of a sudden – that's going to normalize it a little bit. I, I don't know, man. I think, I think people have bought in too hard to Matt Rule and they're buying in too hard to Nebraska in that situation. Like, I think Colorado is going to uh, – Colorado, I'm not sure, is going to end up being a great football team, but I think they're going to beat the snot out of Nebraska. Like, they're not – let's not get it twisted. They're not at the level of Oregon or USC, teams that they have to play later, but they are still very good this year. How much your impression of Dabo, if at all, has it changed? Fitzy. My partner was making the case that, you know, maybe Dabo's not going to adjust in the way that the elites have to do, right? And that's what keeps that's what keeps you there in elite. And we saw that from from Nick Saban. What what do you think? Since we can't just pin this all on DJ Uiungalale, uh, obviously can't pin it on the quarterback play. What do you think with Dabo? Yeah, I think Dabo's entire reputation is taking a huge hit, oh. and part of it is just the way Dabo's handling all of it. Honestly, like I I don't know why these coaches don't understand the right way to handle a loss. But the right way to handle a loss is to always essentially throw yourself under the bus, always put it at your feet, and just mm-hmm. continue to move forward. Like, I, I, I know Brian Kelly mostly in his LSU comments afterwards talked about what the coaches need to do also. But he also mentioned his players. Like, I just in, – in, I don't know what your win is in that. For Dabo – Everything has been so saccharine for him for a long time. It's always been – I'm not sure people have ever bought that Dabo was being authentic, and I, I think he is. I think that's just who Dabo is. From my three times I've interviewed him in person, I've always thought Dabo in person is very much like who he is uh, in front of a, a microphone. But I don't think a lot of people have bought it. And now that they're, they're losing, people are out on Dabo suddenly, and this is where he's going to have to adjust. Like now, in the modern market, you can't just be okay. You've got to be a reason people will talk about you. You've got to be very good. You've got to be in the playoff conversation if you're Clemson every stinking year. And if you're the ACC, this is worst-case scenario. Like, you're already fighting for your relevance in life in this situation. And now, all of a sudden, one of your biggest brands is just bad. Like, I mean, Clemson's 
bad. Duke was a much better football team, and that's okay. That doesn't mean that Clemson also isn't bad. They did, their receivers look like they couldn't get open to save their lives. Their offensive line got pushed around by Duke. Like, what are we doing? This is not this is not the Clemson team that was able to, for years, compete with Alabama. This looks like a Clemson team that's going to lose four or five games and sort of live in the land of mediocrity until they find another epic quarterback. Well, that's not – I mean, anybody can do that. Right, I mean, anybody yep. can be mediocre until they find an NFL market-setting quarterback, and I think that's sort of the issue here. Is that I'm starting to the the evidence starting to mount against Dabo in terms of, okay, yeah, you can win championships when you have like amazing QBs, but any, who who who's coaching right now? Like, give Butch Jones Trevor Lawrence. I promise you, he'll find a way to win ten games. You know, it's not uh, it's not exactly rocket science how to do that. So. I don't know. Like there was a time where Dabo was crowned as the next, uh, the next, you know, coming of, of Nick Saban, and maybe he'd even succeed him. But I think college football is leaving you behind, you know. Um, and I look in his conference, and I see a guy like Mike Norvell do the exact opposite. Um, I know you said Dion was the biggest winner of Week One, and I would agree with you. But I think right behind him is Florida State. Mike Norvell for what they did to LSU, just put an absolute beatdown on those dudes, and they've got a they've got a spot like. Little Caesars hot and ready in the college football playoff if they do what they're supposed to do. No? Uh, oh, my God, yeah, uh, 100%. Like, I think Reese Davis was the one that said that he would put uh, – he's going to vote them at number one this week. And, and here's the lesson, and I said this on Yahoo again, in case nobody's uh, heard me say this, on Yahoo Sports. You can go watch videos that are out there in the college football area. Got one out there now. But uh, the, the title of the video is what every fan base can learn from this game. And honest to God, let's remember – and you know Mike Norvell well enough and his success in Memphis. You know what made Mike Norvell great as a coach. So you you guys, and I think me because I covered it so much with you guys, had a different level of patience with the Florida State thing than a lot of people did. I know boosters at Florida State that midway through his first year were asking oh, yeah. if they could get out of the contract, right? Like, think about that because he didn't approach that locker room the right way and – People thought he lost people and nobody was going to buy in and he couldn't do it. They gave up on Mike Norvell in year one, and now look what's happened. Like, I think this is a bit of a message that, like, you got to get your guy, you got to stick with your guy, you got to let your guy grow into the role. You can't just get out there throwing people around it. Like, Mike Norvell is a huge winner because he got that win. But Florida State's a huge winner because they didn't listen to any of the noise and they let their guy grow into their guy. Like, this is a talented team top to bottom that just absolutely – bullied LSU in the second half. Like and That's a huge statement from Mike Norvell. No doubt. No. We're talking to Jason Fitz uh, from Yahoo Sports. Joins us every week here on the show. Uh, breaking news in the NFL, which uh, has potentially massive implications. Travis Kelsey has hurt his knee in practice, according to Andy Reid. And it is uh, his status for Thursday is now in doubt. Uh, the number on the game has come down from 6.5, and, a half, uh, and uh, the total has come down. Uh, from 54, 53 and a half now, six now. Um, I mean, this, it, it, I know Mahomes is great, and he is, and I love him. But if Travis Kelsey misses any kind of time, this this Chiefs team, like how how much of a drop off is that for them? Uh, I, it's the biggest drop off from a non quarterback position player that you could have in the NFL. I, I think I, I agree with that. Uh, if Travis Kelsey is out for any extended amount of time. It changes their entire offense because the thing of it is you can't when you watch and, and, and I was so dead wrong. I thought that Tyreek Hill was going to be the loss of Tyreek Hill was going to be substantial because I really thought that it meant that everybody was going to be able to cheat and stop Kelsey 
not have to worry about the deep ball. You can't stop Kelsey. It takes too many people. you got to bracket him too many ways. It just doesn't happen. If there is no Kelsey to worry about, now the entire line's defensive game plan changes. And you're not going to beat him over the top because they're not going to let you beat him over the top because they don't have to worry about uh, stopping the underneath stuff. Like So this changes absolutely everything. And then you look at the deep ball for the Chiefs, which has been at a declining percentage last year, and ask yourself why. Why did they throw less deep balls? Well, they didn't have Tyreek, and they knew that they could get Kelsey open every single time. Now what are you going to do? I, I mean, this is the ripple effects on this are huge because as much as I like from a fantasy standpoint, I love the idea of, you know, Kadarius Tony blowing up and being big this year. Guys like that are not big without Travis Kelsey taking all the attention. I, this, is, this is the equivalent of losing your best tight end and your best wide receiver at the same time, and it absolutely kills the Chiefs offense to me. They, uh, Andy Reid is calling it a, uh, a hyperextension, but uh, the, he is confirming that his status is in question. Um, oh and I will say, like I didn't, I did not realize this. After his rookie year in 2013, Travis has not missed. Yeah, games. yeah he hasn't missed a single game due to injury. He missed one game. Wow. He missed one game because of COVID, like. and he's been a healthy scratch twice. But everything else, he's uh, he's played in. And that, and see, that's the, that's exactly why I, w- I agree with you because you take that availability fits for granted. Not only is he like great, but he's available. You know, he's like the opposite of Darren Waller. Yeah. Well, and like, I mean, he is one of those rare people that I always say this when we hear the comment, "Oh, Hall of Famer." I always ask myself this when I'm trying to quantify somebody's greatness. When you see the schedule come out, do you think, "Oh my God, we're going to have to stop that guy"? It's impossible. When the schedule comes out, everybody looks at the Chiefs and there are two names that come up, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. You lose Travis Kelsey, and, I mean, if it's for any amount of time, not only does it change this week, it changes the entire power structure of the AFC because oh, yeah. there are going to be so many good teams. Remember, Mahomes has never played a true road game in the playoffs. So if you're the Chiefs, you want to win all of these games that you possibly can because you need them. The good news for Kansas City is they get the mini-buy by having the Thursday opener, but if Kelsey misses any time, then I'd be shifting all of my bets over to the Bills to win the conference. Uh, Fitzy, what's your gut say about what we're going to be saying this time next week after watching the Jets host the Bills next Monday night? What do you think we'll be saying? Is, is it is it statement time for Aaron Rodgers? Is that will be, or are we going to be saying, "Oh, Bills showed them that oh, hold your horses, we still run this, uh, we run this division." Which way are you leaning? Tuesday morning, get up is going to lead with angst about the Jets and praise of the Bills. I think Stephon Diggs mm. is going to get fed early and often. I think the Bills uh, understand that they haven't been enough of a conversation piece. I think they're angry about that. Also, I think that the Jets have offensive line issues that still need to be sorted out. I, I, I wouldn't put my money on the Jets in this matchup at all, and I think the Bills can get enough of a definitive win that we're coming in Tuesday and the sky will be falling for Greeny as he tries to figure out what to make of the Jets uh, look, looking looking human with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, you know, it, look, I love college football fits, but uh, the NFL is the, is the greatest sport uh, in the world, and uh, it, it is missed. And, uh, oh, by the way, can Chandler Jones get into the facility yet? Have we, have we figured that out? There was some... You know what, I, I just want one season where I, like, I opened up Twitter innocently, and all I see is all of these things about Chandler Jones. I'm like, how? How is it every year that right as the season opens, the football gods just take a long, long run, and they come up to me and they kick me in the no-no places? Like, I, just, yeah. I don't even know what to do with it anymore. Chandler Jones is going to find himself in some locker room, but, man, I know he deleted those posts, but 
you ever want an example of seeing the truth about how a player team feels about an organization, Chandler Jones, uh, he, he unleashed that truth today. Woo. Hey, I know what you can do. I'm serious. I know, I know you're wondering, what, what do I do? I can tell you, actually. I can show you the light. You, you want to hear my advice? Yes, yes. You bet the under on the Raiders, Fitz. You stop fighting it. You stop fighting it. We're, we're locking Chandler Jones out of the facility, man. This is, a, this is a disaster waiting to unfold. Jimmy Garoppolo's over-under on games played this year, six and a half. The win total, six and a half. Uh, the, the felonies for Chandler Jones, potentially six and a half here. You weren't around that leadership like Fitz was. He was around Garoppolo. He can feel it. Yeah, it's man. It's going to be you know more here, than here, six here, and a half. Here's what I'm telling you right now. Every year after the Super Bowl, I just sort of I, I try I take whatever was left from my football season and I bank it over to the side, like you know, and I just hold it in the bank. And then I, and then when the next football season starts, it's my fun money, right? And that's how I start my account for the year. I start yeah. my fun money and I come in and I sprinkle it all over just a few games. Not this year, not this year, boys. I looked at my fun money last night and I put every single dollar, every single dollar of the fun money went into one bet. And that is the Raiders to beat the Broncos. Oh, wow. Plus one sixty four. I'm gonna take my plus one sixty four last night on the money line. I put every single fun money dollar that I have in that account on that bet. I am letting it ride that the Raiders are gonna kill the Broncos on Sunday. Let's go. In your face. Did John. you did, but did you did plan you did plan on Chandler Jones being a part of the defense for that game though, right? Well, I mean he still could be. Right? Okay, okay, I mean, you're right. We'll get it all straight. You're straightened right. Out. Josh is desperate. He'll he'll, he'll he'll let anybody play. There's no John Jones. He might let John Jones come suit up. There ain't no doubt. Fitch, you're the best. Good luck on that bet, brother. Thank you. Appreciate you, boys. Have yep. a great week. Yes, sir. He is Jason Fitch. Run us every single week here on the show. Usually Mondays. It's Tuesday. You guys get it. Um, I am on the other side of him. I'm on Broncos minus four. Now, that number has moved against me a little bit, but I, uh, I, I'm fully, I don't know if Denver will cover, but I feel very confident that they're not losing to this Raiders team in Denver. It's they, just they have happening. receivers to put out there against Yeah, they, they got uh, Cortland Sutton. I mean, do we have a secondary, bro? It, it don't matter. But, but Judy and Tim Patrick gone, right? Yeah, we got, they got Cortland Sutton. Well, they got, that's uh, the only guy we got, isn't it? They got uh, – Who's after him? Bro, it don't matter. It don't matter. They can, you are over, you're overconfident in the Raiders. Sorry. Put it this way. They can go get Kiwan Malone wherever the hell he's at, and he, he'll, he'll put up 75 yards on the Raiders. A key one name hasn't been said in about two, three years. Well, and you yeah, just the, bring it up out of nowhere. The streak is over. Go get uh, who? Marcus Rucker. Go get Marcus Rucker, bro. Uh, the former Whitehaven receiver yeah. went to Memphis. Get up. Go get Carlos Singleton. Carlos Singleton will put up two touchdowns on these Raiders. I promise, bro. Maurice Avery. Mo Avery can do a little Philly special on the Raiders. Give me somebody else. Our Keelan Hall might even get in there, bro. He might even on the on a draw on a quarterback draw, run up a package for him. So for sure, there ain't no doubt the Raiders are absolute dog water. I look forward to y'all. Hear me now. Don't say y'all. Leave me later. Fitzy's y'all are going straight up against each other. No doubt, we're Raider fans and we're feuding. I'm saying, bro, I watch Caleb Williams every week. He seems to get stronger. He seems to grow stronger every week. Y'all want to win? Y'all stupid. Let's lose. Lose together. So we can get him, have a chance. So Arizona would have to we'll find trade up. someone to we'll take trade up. Kyler Murray. 
Right, which they and that contract. They're not going to trade him. Exactly. They're they're, not, they, they, they're I was stuck. just discussing this they're with stuck. someone else that said, "Well, Arizona will just take him and move off of Kyler." They just that's not easy. Him. He's a, he's a, he's and a, who's going to take that monstrous contract and change everything about their plans for the future? Yes, dude. And, he has, ca- and their cap space. He has and everything a poor pers- uh, reputation, and he has, he makes so you, too much money. It's hard to just move off of him. They're stuck with it. Their best bet is to use others. Desire to get him as to a trade piece from that as a trade piece. Which hey, if we if we're fourth, we can go up to one or, or two. I'll even take two. Drake May's looking great. I'll take one of those two. But we gotta have one of those two for a shot, man. No doubt. This, you have two generational talents in this draft. Don't miss out on them because you won seven stupid. But what games. if the team's got more to offer than you guys to move up there? We got we got offer. We got stuff to offer. We got Devontae Adams. Two, you don't have two first round picks, huh? You don't have two first round picks. No, we only have one. Just yours. Yeah, but it's gonna be good. Trust me, it's going to be good. So, anyway, it's something to monitor. Season starts on Thursday. Maybe no Kelsey. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.